2: Wake of Corrosion Episode 8 Broken
0: My name is Professor Ryan, located Bunker A-12. This is a public broadcast to any survivors out there. I'm broadcasting this in the hope that others will hear the story and come forward with more information. I know that there are some among you who find this content disturbing. Therefore, I advise listener discretion going forward. Let us begin. Today... We shall cover further entries from Elliot and Roman as they embark on the next leg of their journey. However, before we begin, I wish to share with you my most recent conversation with our courier, as there are close links to our upcoming entries. In recent days, she's drifted in and out of rest, but has since recalled some of her memory regarding the outside world.
3: Is is it recording?
0: Aye, it is. I still don't know what to call you.
3: I've been thinking. It's its like my name is on the tip of my tongue, and I can't quite piece it all together. It's K- Kla... Callie? I don't think that's it, but that's what I always come to. If you want to call me Callie, then go ahead.
0: If that's what you're comfortable with, then I shall. So, Callie, what is it you wanted to tell me?
3: Well, the doctor... Taylor, was it? She said I should talk about the things I can remember to help, and... I'll be honest, when I'm awake, other than her, you're the only person I really talk to around here.
0: I can ask some of the others to visit if you'd like.
3: <laughs> no, no, it's all right. I I figured it'd be best to share what I know with you anyway. It seems fitting. I, I remembered why your voice sounded so familiar when we spoke. I used to listen to you. On a radio, maybe? Before I came here, I'm sure I did.
0: highly likely I've been broadcasting from here for months it wasn't until you arrived however that I had something real to share that's good that you remember there's hope for the future
3: when was the last time you went outside Ryan
0: I haven't Callie. not since it started
3: I'm afraid your hope may be misplaced it's like another world out there, Ryan. I... I remember that I was with a group. A group of a few others before I came here. We would move from place to place, never settling, never staying. For days, I, I couldn't remember why. I couldn't recall why we would always be on the move, but... This morning... This morning it came to me. I remember the people I moved around with. A young couple, their daughter, and someone else they knew. I, I get the sense it wasn't a friend, but they, they trusted him. We stayed for a bit at first. In a building? Maybe their house? I'm not sure. It was, it was nice there. I, I thought we would be okay first it got cold, really cold. It was still summer then. It was wrong. Then a ceiling or something collapsed. I think it killed the father. The rest of the house slowly went the same way, and we fled. In my head, I can see it happening over and over, each time in a different place different time and i see the man again the acquaintance with a blank expression running and, and me and i don't know why sometimes i see his face in my sleep even now i i don't know i
0: it's all right you you don't have to say anymore
3: ryan i i woke up to catch the end of your last broadcast You should be careful who you invite here.
0: I know. I know. As we dive further into the findings of all of those who have experienced the world outside, I I must remind you, survivors, that there are many bunkers situated across the country, and that any one of these... Could be your key to salvation, and if you yourself are in possession of any sort of radio communication device, then you can use it to get in touch with us using the emergency bunker radio code, A twelve. Now, we return to the brothers, for entry thirty-one.
1: Are you really recording this? Moment of truth here, Al.
4: We have to get going, far and fast is the plan. Come on Fuck Yes Yes.
0: Woo Yes Let's
4: rock and
1: roll. Everything in? Is indeed. I never thought I'd be so happy to hear a car starter. Well buckle up, we're moving out. Before we turn this off, should we add something onto it? Like what, man? Didn't you just write it all down in your journal? No, not all of it. Like not what you saw with the binoculars. Right.
4: Well, I suppose you want me to do the honours, do you? Yeah. Alright. You can just about see the house from where we are, with the binoculars. We're a tad bit higher than than here. And I think the house we stayed at last night had some ivy growing up the front. You know, like on those old-style cottages. It couldn't have been growing for long, because it was only up to the door when we first arrived. But when I look back, well, it was up to the goddamn roof, it was like covering part of it.
1: Yeah, and it looked to me like part of the roof had even caved in. And it was... Well, it it was hard to tell when I looked through. What, with you breaking them and all? Oi, that wasn't my fault.
4: So, yeah. Something is well fucked up with that house, basically. Do you
1: think the world's ending, bro? I mean, the world's a big place, Elliot. You know what I mean. I can't keep making excuses, though, for everything that we keep seeing. You're right. We really can't. Shit's
4: fucked up. Like, I'm afraid this is going to go much further than we've seen so far. But... Uh, we've got to focus on what we can and cannot do right now, yeah? We can head back home through the city and take a look at what's going on elsewhere. But we can't figure this out alone, so we've got to find others. Alright? I'm... Um,
1: I'm sorry about convincing you not to take your phone.
4: It was our decision, Elliot. I,
1: I know, but Not just yours alone. But if we had brought them, then you might be able to
4: get in touch with Claire. They'll be there. Turn that off now.
0: It's important here that we look collectively at the evidence presented to us, combining the knowledge of the following. The brother's experiences, Callie's recount of her life outside, and my experience prior to coming here. We can deduce the following. There are certain areas that begin to turn cold. It would appear these have mainly been experienced in buildings from what we know so far. This unnatural cold seems to be a precursor to some sort of deterioration in building integrity as well as, in the brothers' most recent case, accelerated growth of plant life. These three occurrences seem synonymous with one another. However, we are yet to hear an account of somebody witnessing this growth in real time I do not know whether the brothers' records of any live recordings or personal encounters with this, as I've only scanned through the latter material. It's impossible to say at this time what causes these three effects, and whether they're intrinsically connected. Ah! We need more evidence here! For our next entry, we rejoin the brothers as they enter the nearest city. Entry thirty-two follows.
1: So, um, about these people we're going to find. This
4: must be what that house we were looking at looks like now. Look at it, Al. That building on the
1: corner. There's stuff growing up into the window frame. Looks like it's about to collapse to me. Can you see the ceiling? It's bowing inside. What the hell happened here?
4: Look at all these cars. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to stop here can't get past them.
1: Yeah, smells weird, man. Like like a scrapyard, you know, that sort of mm, rusty metal smell. Metallicy. It'll be all these cars sat here.
4: Check out how rusted some of them are. Well, looks like we're taking the long way home. No way I can get onto the dual carriageway from here. We'll try some other roads, but I'm not going to hold out hope.
1: Part of me wants to try and find someone here. I mean, we're in the middle of a city. There's got to be someone, something here. Two sex, I've got an idea. No, hold, hold up, hold up. Where are you going? I'm checking these cars here. Look at them, mate. There's no way they've been left like this
4: voluntarily.
1: So, what's looking at them got to do with anything? Ah, shit, not this one. Are you going to tell me or am I just going to be left standing here like a lemon holding your recorder? Yes, I fucking knew it. A phone. Holy shit, a phone! Roman, you genius! Does it does it does it work still? Um Yes. It's
4: but... locked, isn't it? Yep. Fuck. One sec, you, you can still do the emergency calls. Damn it! The fuck is
1: going on, Elliot? Shit man. This is everywhere, isn't it? I fucking hope not. You reckon there's any others. What? Phones? Ah, maybe. Well, what's the fucking point? Well, if we find one that doesn't have a lock on it, maybe we could find something. Ah, see, I knew you had at least some brains up in there. Here, Roman. This one doesn't have a lock on it. Oh, fuck. No signal either. Check their messages or browser. Maybe they had something on there. Oh, yeah. Good call. Uh, Look at this here. Early warning system, all civilians to head to the county bunkers, effective immediately. Roman, we should head to one of those.
4: Nah, mate. If I know Claire, she wouldn't have just upped and
1: gone to one of those. She never trusted that bunker crap. But, Roman, we could be safe there. Then we can find her afterwards. If what we've seen so far is anything to go by, we should not be out here any longer than we need to. What's the point? If we're out here already, we... Roman, you're doing that thing where you stop partway through a sentence. Shh, a second. There's someone in that building over there. Seriously? Are you sure? Didn't you hear that? I-, I heard, but it just sounded like rubble or or something. Nah, mate, there's someone in there. I'm sure I saw a shadow moving. All right, well, should we shout to them? And say what? Help! We're confused out of our tiny little minds. It- well, yeah, Basically, Off you go, then. Hello? Is... is there someone in there? We're not sure what's going on, and... well, we wondered if you could help us. Well, look who's feeling confident today. Oh, shit, Roman. There's actually someone in there. They're waving to us. I think they want us to go to them.
4: Alright. Let's go, then. Let's be careful, though, right?
1: We've not seen anyone in over a week.
4: Exactly. I don't think now's the time to be rushing to strangers, To you?
1: <sighs> Alright, should we leave the bags here? Yeah. Best not let them know we've got anything for now, just in case. you taking the recorder there, right?
4: Good idea. Come on, bro. Let's go. I'll lead. At least this building doesn't look like it's going to collapse. Well, yeah... do us a favour and uh, step out into the light, yeah? My name's Roman. This is my brother Elliot. Who are you? Mia. Alright. Mia. Nice to meet you. And I actually mean that. We've, well...
5: Come in. Come in now. You don't want to be out there. Trust me. In here. In here is better.
4: Before we step forward, Mia, who else is with you? I, I, I don't want any surprises.
5: Just me. Just me. Okay. Sit down.
1: Mia, how long has this place been like this?
5: Too long. I don't know. Days.
4: Right, uh, listen Mia, I'm going to be honest here, we've been away in the woods for a bit and we've not got a fucking clue what's going on right now. We've seen some weird ass shit and frankly, we just need to know what's going on. (laughs)
5: I know nothing to tell you. This is my home now. Seriously, Mia.
1: I guarantee you know far more than we do right now. Tell us something. Please, just anything. Anything to give us a clue what the hell is going on.
5: Alright, I will tell you what I know. Just keep your voices quiet. Days ago... I'm not sure how many. The nights are... Uh... Never mind. There were warnings that went out. They told us to head to our county's bunkers as soon as possible. This is as far as we got. We? My two housemates. Further down, the road had started to collapse people ran out of their cars to try and help, or maybe look. (laughs) Probably to look. All the others just ran. We didn't look. Wendy wanted to look. We didn't look. We hid, though, in here. In here is safe. (laughs) The buildings around, some started to fall in on themselves some concrete cracks metal rusted we sat in the shadows of this place it's a bank I think we sat in the shadows and watched the air fill with dust the screams fell silent Mark said he saw a man disappear <laughs> said he saw another's legs just their legs then Mark went to look outside why outside you really shouldn't go outside and when he came back did he come back there was an older man he said he wasn't sure if his name said it might be Mark we called after the real Mark but he never came back or or was he Mark was he him no we didn't go outside after that the older man Mark said it was dangerous said there were things outside that's all he ever said things he had food with him A backpack full of tins. But in the night, the first night, the shadows didn't grow. The shadows were only red. And the screams came back. And in those screams, I heard the old man. He he screamed like a mind-possessed. Wendy went to wake him from his nightmare. Was he asleep? I heard a gargle. Have you ever heard a gargle like that? I hadn't. Now I know. But the screaming stopped and Wendy was still knelt down. But in the fading red gloom, her head was down low, like she had fallen asleep, sat up. Was she asleep? I could see the old man's silhouette beside her, his chest heaving, breathing heavily, so heavy. There was a a wet, metallic clang on the tiled floor, and Wendy was in his arms the silence there was was a soft weeping and he cradled Wendy he cradled her so closely and as I watched still barely awake I saw dust rising from them both was it dust? was it their breath? breath? I blinked hard to see again and, and when I opened my eyes when, when my eyes opened they were gone The tiles are, are darker there darker and rough Are you the same people as when you left the building Are you the the same as when you came back inside? I don't think you'd know. Mark didn't know. Uh,
4: Thank you, Mia. Uh, Thank you for uh, sharing that with us.
5: It's safe here now. The screaming doesn't come back anymore. You should stay. You should stay. There are still plenty of tins. We,
4: um, we, we really need to get back to our family.
5: You won't make it back. Only here it's safe. I've seen out there, sometimes it's a wasteland. Sometimes it's a wasteland with nothing but falling ashes and crumbled walls. I saw it when you came in. You can't go back out there.
1: We can stay a moment, though, right? Can't we, Roman? We can, we can, we can help you out, Mia.
4: Yeah, 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 you're right, Elliot. We, we could, yeah. But, but listen, Mia, uh, Elliot and I have a lot of important things in our car, so if we're going to stay, we'll need to grab our stuff. We've even got some food. Yeah, yeah, so we can stay here for longer.
5: Only here is safe.
4: I, I know, I know. But we'll be less than 30 seconds. We've been out there for days already. Uh, we, we know exactly where it is. It, it, it's all bagged.
5: I can't stop you. But you might not be the same when you come back. Mark didn't know. I know, I know.
4: Elliot and I are strong. We are willing to take the risk. Come on, brother. Let's do this quickly.
5: If you hear the screams, we'll see the ashes. You must come back.
1: We will, Mia. I promise. Get the fucking in, Elliot. What? Why? Our stuff's in the back. Are you fucking kidding me? Get in. Roman, I don't... Get in, and I'll explain in a sec. What? What are you doing? We said we'd go back. Mate, we're not fucking going back. Why? She needs our help. No, Elliot, she doesn't.
4: (sighs) Listen, I get it. She seemed distressed and like she'd lost her friends and needed help. Yeah, but
1: did you even stop for a second and look around at that place? Obviously. She had those benches set up in the middle, a fire pit, her bed in the corner...
4: And the mound of clothes in the corner. With other dark smudges all around the edge. The rusted and stained knife she kept tapping by her leg. The fact that she was talking absolute bollocks about her friend becoming an old man. She's lost it, mate. And I think we're going to be the next dark patch on the floor. Fuck, man, my heart is pounding.
1: I... I didn't see all that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Roman. I should have noticed. I shouldn't have trusted her so easily. I just... I wanted to see someone so badly. I... I wanted someone to help her so much. Do you... Do you think she'll be okay?
4: I think it's better out of our minds, mate. And you don't need to apologize. She's... she's got herself this far. I... I just hope I made the right decision. Who knows I I trust your instincts, thanks, mate. do you mind driving? I want to check a route back, but I don't fancy stopping long whilst we're still around here.
1: sure um we're still going to yours, right mate, we have to. I can't leave them out of here. I have to know all right
0: okay. Although I believe the brothers were right to flee in this situation, if it's true what Roman saw, I fear that they disregarded some of the truth in what Mia had to say there. Whilst we here at Bunker A12 have very limited experience of the things that Mia warned about, we, well, I know the reality of the situation, as do you survivors. However, it is perhaps the brothers' ignorance to the truth that gets them through their next ordeal on the road home. We shall leave the broadcast there for today, my friends. Remember, sharing our knowledge is perhaps the only way out of this, survivors. Here at Bunker A12, we hope you're somewhere secure and warm. And as always, don't wander in the dark.
2: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, be sure to give us a rating and review to let others know. If you would like to hear news and updates, then please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Wake of Corrosion. Wake of Corrosion was written, directed, and produced by Sean Pellington, with voice acting from Kieran Walsh as Professor Ryan, Brianne Leeson as Callie, Lee Pellington as Roman, Sean Pellington as Elliot, Sally Walker-Taylor as Mia, with title and credits read by Adele Cliff. Our introduction theme, Shadowlands 5 Antichamber, and outro theme, Phantasm, were created by Kevin McLeod, sourced from Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Both pieces have been reduced from their originals with fade-out, added voiceover, and radiostatic effects. Morse Code SFX, courtesy of Stephen C. Phillips of morsecode.world, All other sound effects are self-recorded or sourced from Soundsnap.com. For our full list of credits, please visit our website in our show notes. Thank you so much for listening.